Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z's Sleep Podcast. In my time of working with moms and other professionals in the world of supporting tired moms or moms in general, I have been able to meet a whole lot of people who are so skilled at what they do. Today, I'm interviewing my friend, Christy Rodriguez, who is an amazing support system and has an amazing support system for pregnant moms. I sat down with her to talk about hypnobirthing because when I hear the term hypnobirthing, I'm very puzzled on what this is and I'm not quite sure I wanna trust it or believe it. So I knew she was the right person to come to. I met Christy about a year ago through Instagram of all places and I'm really inspired but just her authenticness to support moms. So I hope you enjoy our podcast today with Christy Rodriguez of Pure Nurture. I would love for you, Christy, to share with our audience a little bit about who you are, what your book title is, because that's how I found you was through your book, um, and really what you're doing now with Pure Nurture. Okay, great. So I started as a health coach, and I was working as a health coach for mm, four or five years, and then I had um, both of my girls within that time frame, and getting pregnant, I thought... I'm really interested in health, but now I'm really interested in prenatal health. And so I decided to start to explore that. And through that exploration, it just opened up into all of these different areas of not only health coaching, but prenatal yoga, postnatal yoga, and hypnobirthing. So I ended up creating Pure Nurture. And then within creating Pure Nurture, at the same time, Uh, Behind the scenes, I was also writing a book, and the book is called Pure Nurture, A Holistic Guide to a Healthy Baby, and it's basically just that. It's a holistic guide, meaning it's looking at not just what you're eating, not just are you exercising. It's not about one specific aspect of health. It's about all parts of you as a person and as a mother and as a mother-to-be, and the idea that everything that you do for yourself that helps you to have more energy, that helps to calm you down when you're feeling anxious, everything that supports you is ultimately supporting your baby. And so I do all of those things through yoga. Um, It's the mind-body connection completely. And so there's a lot of different aspects of that within the book. And then within Pure Nurture, um, teaching hypnobirthing. Hypnobirthing is definitely a holistic guide, not really a guide, but a a holistic method to preparing for birth. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I know I want to change my mind on. Like we just talked about, it's like, hypnobirthing. That is so weird. But in the same breath, I'm like, yeah, prenatal yoga. That's awesome. And eating, like, like you said, it's, it's holistic. It all goes together. So I'm excited to talk about that with you. And, um, just a little bit about where you're located. I have a lot of Virginia listeners. So where are you located and how can, um, how can we get in touch with you? We'll share that at the end, but where are you located and where, where are you teaching these hypnobirth classes? So I am teaching out of my office. I, I have an office in a space called Playworker Dash, which, which is a co-working space. And it's great because it has a daycare aspect to it. So you can bring your kids and your kids can stay and play for three hours while you know parents co-work or then meet with um, anybody that they're seeing there. So a lot of times parents can, if they're a second time, third time mom, their mom, their kids can play while they come up and do a hypnobirthing with me. And 
I also teach, I do private and semi-private uh, hypnobirthing classes in my office, but I teach yoga at East Meets West Yoga Studio, which just happens to be right across the street. It's really nice, all in Tyson's, Virginia. And then coming up in September and November, I will be teaching two separate hypnobirthing class series at the Insight Shop, which is located in Vienna, Virginia. Awesome. Well, okay. I love that. I have tons of Virginia listeners, so I just want to send them that way already. Um, but <laughs> all right. So hypnobirthing is the reason I was like, Christy, let's talk because I don't even know what it is. So I, I told you I wanted to present this as like hypnobirthing for dummies. Like I have absolutely no idea what it is besides this like very crazy idea in my mind. So please explain to me like what is hypnobirthing? Okay. I want to talk about also not only what is hypnobirthing, but what hypnobirthing is not. Yes, please. I think there's a, lot, <laughs> there's a lot of misconceptions about it. So to begin, I first want to back up to how I found hypnobirthing. Um, so I've been practicing yoga for years and I was in a prenatal yoga class and a hypnobirthing teacher came in and uh, was talking to us at the end of class and talking about hypnobirthing. And I thought, oh my gosh, that sounds, that is just, just for me. That's exactly what I want to do because I felt that it blended so nicely with all of the principles and ideas that I was learning in my prenatal yoga class. And I did not do hypnobirthing with my oldest daughter. I didn't know about it. I just did a typical birthing class at the hospital. But um, I'll go into a little bit of that later of how her birth compared to my, um, my youngest daughter's birth and using hypnobirthing, how they were different. And so I'll talk about that later. But first, kind of going into hypnobirthing. So hypnobirthing is a childbirth education course, right? And it teaches techniques that um, empower the mom, empower the couple, and it also helps women to release fear and to release tension. And fear and tension kind of go hand in hand. And so hypnobirthing was developed by a woman named Marie Mongan, and it's really based on this idea that fear and tension create pain, and fear and tension create restriction and kind of that idea of contraction, you know, and, and tightening. And so if you think about birth and bringing a baby into the world, that seems counterintuitive. We don't, you know, that's, we don't want to tighten and restrict and, and um, we don't want fear. We don't want tension and we want opening. We want relaxation. I always use the example in my classes of a flower blossoming. So if you think of a rose petal, a rose bud rather, and you think of a rosebud opening, you're not going to come in and just want to, you know, pull the, oh, the rose open to make it blossom. It blossoms in its own time. Mm -hmm. And so we like to think about birth in the same way where birth and the body, your body was made to do this. First of all, you know, we've been, women have been birthing for thousands and thousands of years. So the body was made to do this. And so we just need to give the body the space and the time to open and also really honor the baby in the whole process because it's not just about the mom and the mom's birth this is the baby's birth and so it's also about connecting the mom and the baby and seeing them as partners in this process and really honoring honoring the baby's needs as well as the mom's needs and, and allowing everything to kind of unfold the terminology around birth is usually based around fear and you know like if you think about the word contraction um, your water breaking. And so hypnobirthing has a whole set of alternate 
alternate vocabulary to use. So instead of a contraction, we call it a surge, like a wave, oh, right? Because a contraction yeah. is a wave. Yeah. So you, it's just, you're totally dehypnotizing yourself from all of this, you know, like the birth that you see on TV of women screaming. We watch videos of women giving birth that look like they're sleeping. Wow. <laughs> and so you start to dehypnotize yourself and then rehypnotize yourself to, to what it can look like. And I think like you said, especially that you're actually in tune, you're not checked out because that's what I think exactly. of, you know, you're checked out, but you're, you're more in line and in tune to who you are and what's going on. Exactly. You're totally present. You're totally present. That's a, that's a perfect explanation. So, but I think too, it, that reminds me of like, I teach um, the parents that it's not crying, it's protest. That's what it is. It's pro your child yeah. is protesting. And yeah. when you think of it that way, it's like, Oh yeah, they sure would like to be in my bed right now. And you're going to yeah, protest yeah. all you want to, but that's not happening. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's such a good point. It's and it's so much as mindset and the way that you look at things. Yes. Oh, completely. But that, but it, I mean, right there, that's hypnobirthing. It is changing your mindset about birth and the way that you look at it and, yeah. and looking at it in a more empowered way and like, okay, I can do this. My body was made to do this and I'm not, I'm not scared. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm excited about it now. What hypno, what hypnobirthing is not, it's not a water birth. So many women ask me if it's a water birth. And I think that's so funny. And there's something, I don't know what it is about the word hyp, hypno that makes people think of water. Um, so but maybe like hydro, maybe that's, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But also, um, I think another reason why women think that too, is that a lot of hypnobirthing women do choose to do water births but it does not mean that it's a water birth. Hypnobirthing can be used with any kind of birth. It can be used any from, I mean, from a home water birth all the way to a scheduled cesarean in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Hypnobirthing can support any type of birth. Now, hypnobirthing is based on more, a more natural birth and really trying to empower women and support the body so that interventions are not necessary but it also teaches ways of honoring what, however the process of birth unfolds, because like a lot of things in life, we can't control how our births go. And so it's about really learning how to support your body and your mind through the process. And if interven interventions are necessary, then you go with the flow and you, it's your mindset around whatever intervention is needed. Now, on the flip side of that, it is also looking at a lot of the interventions that are being done in hospitals and empowering the couple to say, you know what, could we have a couple of minutes to think about it and talk about it and not just giving your birth over to everyone else. It's about really honoring yourself. And like I said, connecting with the baby, connecting with yourself, you and your partner as a unit and, and really honoring what feels best for you and being able to talk about all of the different aspects of birth and really feel empowered to know uh, what you want and what you don't want. That is exactly what I needed with my first. And I know you said we were going to talk about the difference between it, but I, I, re I recorded a podcast recently. Of course, this is um, July and it'll come out sometime soon, but I recorded this podcast because I felt so passionate about the fact that I didn't, I didn't have a clue about what I was doing with my first. I mean, nobody does, but I didn't realize I had the power to say no to things. Like I didn't know that. I just went in and was like, oh sure, yeah, whatever. Oh, I don't like this, but sure. I mean, I guess that's what's supposed to be like. But if I'd had, you know, the same principles like 
being able to have a guide or being able to feel more in control or feel empowered about that, oh, I cannot even imagine how different that would have been. Exactly. And same with my first, I took the, I took the hospital birthing class and I find just with my own experience and with a lot of the experiences of women that I've talked to, the hospital birth is real or the hospital birth education classes are really about the procedures and how things are done and where you go. And this is what the epidural needle looks like. And just very, very basic matter of fact information. And also it's, some of it is based on fear, you know, the fear of what could go wrong. These are the interventions that we can do if such and such happens. And there really wasn't for me any empowerment. There wasn't any mindset conversation. Uh, there was no conversation about what exactly my body was going to be doing. Um, it was more of what would take place in the room, in the hospital, and, and where, when I should come in, and I would go into triage, and this is where it is, and, you know, and, and it was very matter-of-fact and technical. Yeah. Whereas in hypnobirthing, you learn about your mindset, you learn about your body, and how the uterine muscles work, and just all of the details of that, but in a very empowering way and in a very safe way. And going back to this idea of hypnosis. Um, so my first experience with, uh, with, with, with hypnosis was in eighth grade. It was one of those entertainment sections where they bring the entertainer in and the whole eighth grade sits in the cafeteria and he came up and made some of our, my classmates like cluck like chickens and hop around like bunnies and we were all laughing, right? So that is the only thing I knew yeah. about hypnosis before Same. I learned about it. Yeah, that's, and that's very common. That's very, very common. And so a lot of people think oh, I'm going to be put into some kind of trance. They're going to hold a medallion in front of me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be in control. I'm going to be out, like, out of my mind and not know what's happening. And that is very, very, very far from the truth. The truth is, is that it is self-hypnosis and that you are 100% present to what is happening. But it's about changing your mindset and working with your mind to feel calm through the process. And a lot of hypnobirthing mothers say that they don't feel pain, that they feel pressure. And, um, and so we don't say, you know, we don't say if you come to hypnobirthing, you're going to have a pain, -free, pain free birth. That's just right. not the case. Some mothers do though, and it is possible. Um, but I did not have a pain-free birth, but I do have to say, I gave um, birth to both of my daughters without any interventions. And it was more for me, and especially in the beginning, I was terrified of the epidural needle going into my spine. So it also came from a place of fear. I was more afraid of that needle than I was of whatever might, I might feel with natural childbirth. And then as I went on, I learned more and more and more about the benefits of child, natural childbirth in terms of the hormones and there's a lot we could go to that a whole other tangent, but, yeah. um, but yes, so hypnobirthing really does empower the mother to feel more calm and more relaxed. And when you feel more calm and relaxed, there's more room for opening and the baby is, it's easier for the baby to be born essentially. Yeah. yeah. So if a mom is knows they're going into their birth knowing like I am going to have an epidural that is going to be mine. That does not mm -hmm. exclude them from hypnosis. Not at all. Not at all. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. It. In fact, I have a couple of clients right now, uh, a couple of moms in my classes right now that they absolutely want an uh, epidural. And I also have to make it very clear because they came in with that notion too. Oh, hypnobirthing is just for natural childbirth and getting an ep epidural is somehow failing. And that is not the case at all. It is about making empowered decisions. And if you know that you want the epidural, then you get it and you feel confident in that decision and there's nothing wrong with that. And then right. a lot of times, um, one of my mamas said, um, what's the latest that I can go to the hospital? You know, and I, and I, she said, can I wait until the baby's crowning and then go to the hospital? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> no, but I said, you know, the fact that you're asking me that question actually makes me have another question for you is that are you sure you want to give birth in, in a hospital because if you are so concerned about not wanting to be in the hospital that you want to wait until the very last minute to get there maybe you want to explore the idea of having a home birth right and so you know that's just a, an example of of how hypnobirthing really opens up some opportunities to be thinking about things and looking at things differently and and so yeah if you yeah. if you want to come and you want you know, a lot of moms, they want to have a scheduled cesarean section for one reason or another. And hypnobirthing can still help them with, especially with the mindset, because that also can be, a, it's, it's very stressful too. You know, you're having a major surgery. And so right. to be able to use self-hypnosis and the different techniques of hypnobirthing can be really beneficial. That's interesting. I'm going to tell you a story and you might like cringe when I say this, because now I wish I'd had more of an advocacy for myself in the hospital. But with my second daughter, um, I, our, I had a very like hard first um, labor and delivery with our first. So our second, I was like, all I had in my mind was, you know, birth is painful. Labor is painful. This is painful. Mm -hmm. But, you know, somehow it's going to be worth it. You know, and obviously I knew that because I already had one kid. But when we were in the hospital with our second, um, I think my husband had like, you know, was going to get stuff from the car and the nurse came in and said, did you want to get the epidural? And I really wasn't in a lot of pain at the moment. And I just, but I had, you know, needed to go to the hospitals, bleeding, all this kind of stuff. And, and I said, you know, I don't, uh, I kind of hesitated. And do you know what the nurse told me? She said, honey, you don't have to be brave. You can get the epidural. And at that moment I was so caught in like, what did you just say to me? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, it's, I wish that, you know, yeah, what you're saying is so appealing to me. Yeah. Because I, what, that, yeah. The story that you shared is it's one of the key aspects that we talk about in hypnobirthing. And that is that people are going to share their stories with you. People are going to share their opinions with you. And there is an aspect of that that can actually be more harmful than beneficial and it's for 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 you know when you're thinking about birth and and no one birth is the same just like children there's no one child is exactly the same even siblings right we all know that and so it's about really protecting your space and you can't obviously like when people say things you're not expecting the things that they're going to say but it's I was thinking of these little buttons that that we have for moms that say um, Oh, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's something about sharing your birth story and, you know, my baby's listening, right? And so whenever people are sharing things, you always have to be aware of how that can then 
make you believe that that could happen to you or, Mm -hmm. you know, or something about, you know, not getting that epidural and you don't have to be brave. Like, Oh, you know, it's just so silly, you know? And I remember when I would, people would ask me about, um, you know, my upcoming birth. And I would say that I, I'm not, I'm not getting an epidural. And I had people say to me, Oh, what are you trying to prove? And I thought I'm not, trying to prove anything. I have a lot of reasons why I want to do that. And I ended up always saying when people would talk to me about natural childbirth, I would, I had my go-to, oh, well, I'm more afraid of the needle than I am of natural childbirth because I found that that was acceptable then, Mm. you know, that, that then that just kind of like made it lighter and whatever. And, you know, and so there's two sides of this. And one is, you know, when we get told birth stories that are traumatic or, or negative. Um, sometimes we can take that on and then creates more fear in ourselves. Right. And then there's the other side of that, where if a mother says, I don't want an epidural or I have a, I'm going to do a home birth, then there can be negative conversations around that. And, Oh, are you trying to, don't be trying to be brave or what are you trying to prove? And so I think with both of those sides of the coin, it really brings some awareness that we need to be accepting of, of mother's choices and what feels best for them and honor them without judgment and without putting our stuff on them about that. Right. Totally. I totally agree. I totally agree. So the process of hypnobirthing or preparing for hypnobirthing, I'm assuming is a process. Like you, you've said you meet with them in their, or your office. What is the process of preparing for a hypnobirth like? Hypnobirthing classes are a series of five classes, and each class is two and a half hours. And it can be private, semi-private, or a whole group, and it's for the couple. So it's for the mom and for her partner. And the birth partner, which is typically the dad, but sometimes, you know, any, it can be anyone, they're really empowered in the classes as well. So it's not only about what's happening with the mom's body and how the mom can support herself, but then also how can the birth partner be supported and how can this birth partner really support the mom? And one of the biggest aspects of that is that the mom should be given the space to create a safe space. And that if there's any conversations, any logistics, any you know questions that the, the birth partner or the dad can then talk to the doctor, talk to the nurse, whoever is there that needs to talk about anything logistical and can take that conversation outside. So, you know, obviously the mom, you know, the birth partner can then be the mediator between and have the conversation with the mom if needed, but it's really the sacred space for the mom to stay in her relaxed, calm space. Mm. Um, and so that's a really big part of it. And, um, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. Five sessions and each class two and a half hours. So when uh, kind of thinking through the process of being at the hospital or at the home birth or wherever you are for the birth of your baby. In the car. In the car. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, I guess uh, my, of course, you know, naive, not understanding everything about hypnobirthing. I'm like, oh, this sounds like it'd be easier if I had someone there with me. Like, of course, I guess that's me saying I'm a sleep consultant. That'd be great to have a consultant mm-hmm. or a doula or someone who is, you know, knows how to recenter me. I don't know. And maybe that's part of the hypnobirthing process is learning to trust yourself. But I'm wondering so much about, you know, is our, um, 
are you able, do you, do you ever go into births? Are you ever there present or are doulas there present to help you with that? Is, or is it really focused on you? It depends on the mom. Yeah. So I had a doula and I loved having a doula. I, it was, it was the most amazing aspect of, of being supported in my birth. So I always recommend um, moms get doulas, but it's not, it's not necessary. It's not a necessary part of this. Like you mentioned, moms can do it themselves and the husband becomes that really strong support person. Or um, sometimes I don't go into the hospitals, but I know other hypnobirthing teachers that do. Mm -hmm. They will go in and they will support the mom. And many hypnobirthing teachers are doulas as well. So they have mm -hmm. that combined, um, the combined uh, areas of expertise to support the moms. Yeah. So if you were to meet someone who was like so unsure, like kind of like that quick moment of um, you would maybe explaining what you do and how you do it, you had like one to two sentences to be able to like encourage that mom about, you know, hypnobirthing might be for you because what would you, how would you explain hypnobirthing? How would you um, encourage someone to, to look into hypnobirthing? I would say that it, hypnobirthing supports you to be empowered and to be calm and relaxed going into your birth. And that that's, that's basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, even in, sorry, even in this conversation, th there's so much I want to say. I know I keep kind of rambling on here and there because I, it, there is, it is, there's so much to say about it. And, um, and it's hard to choose which aspects of hypnobirthing to really focus on because there's so many and they're all so helpful and beneficial. Well, and I'm excited to get to hopefully know more about hypnobirthing through things that you have coming up. So would you tell us a little bit about your project that's launching this fall? Yes. Yeah, so I am creating the Pure Nurture podcast and I am, it's going to be a mix of solo casts and also interviews. And I'm interviewing a lot of people in the area of, of pregnancy, health and wellness, birth and also moms in the field that are, you know, just doing things to support other moms. I love that. So I'm really excited. Yeah. So let's say that someone does not live in Northern Virginia or in Virginia, how, and they're interested in, in hypnobirthing. What's their first step? What do they do? Where do they go? So they can go on to hypnobirthing.com and underneath the, one of the links um, right on the homepage is about finding a practitioner in your area. And then you can enter your zip code and it will give you a list of hypnobirthing teachers locally to you. And then if you're unable to find one locally, um, hypnobirthing classes are sometimes with special circumstances offered um, online. Oh, nice. So good to know. Well, thank you for being here today and for sharing what I, I do feel way better about knowing what hypnobirthing is. And honestly, yes, I was thinking it was like holding something in front of you and like hypnosing you. And I knew that wasn't <laughs> right because that doesn't seem right, but I, I'm, I do understand it much more fully now. So thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. It was fun. It's always fun talking with you, Becca. Thanks. Yeah. And before you go, I know we talked about in the beginning. I was thinking about in the beginning, but do tell us where can we find you on social media? So my, I'm on Instagram most of the time. That's my favorite place. And that's pure underscore nurture. Um, my homepage or my website is purenurture.com. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks Becca. 
All right, I feel so much better about my understanding of hypnobirthing, and I hope that you are able to get a lot of great wisdom from that. If you are listening to this and you are an expecting mom, make sure you also grab the free guide I provide for you on your newborn sleep. You don't need this the day your newborn comes. You need this before to really prepare yourself. And as Christy would say, it's just getting your expectations set. It's changing that mindset that you don't have to be a tired mom. So head on over to littlezsleep.com slash free chapter or click down in the show notes for your free chapter preview of my online newborn sleep course. Thanks so much for being here today. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Christy. Sweet dreams. See you next time.